Welcome jurors to Dueling Advocates, where everybody gets an advocate. In today's case, we will evaluate the persistent void of creative and unique stories for television, but not theaters as they're closed. What do you mean, bro? I mean, Ghostbusters, the all-female remake. I think that was super creative and unique. You've never seen a group of female Ghostbusters before. That was pretty good. Well, I mean, it's not unique, right? Because Ghostbusters already existed. Female Ghostbusters never existed. Unique. Well, there were females in the Ghostbuster movies that were part of the team. You had uh, Janine who was the secretary-slash-personal assistant of, of the Ghostbusters. Yes, but she wasn't the, uh, the Ghostbusters, right? She was the secretary. But now the actual all three. And I mean, okay, Slammer was not unique because he was there, but whatever. But the three female Ghostbusters, absolutely, absolutely unique. I'd, I've never seen three female Ghostbusters prior to that moment. Well, how about the cartoon where they had the female Ghostbusters? Never so, seen that. So, it, you know, it's not unique. It's, it's an already... And it was super creative. The jokes, them trying... Oh, man, when they were trying to well, use the blasters, it was... Oh. And, and as far as creativity, also, there was none. Because if you, if you put the movies back to back, you'll see that, that it's the same mechanisms, scene by scene from one movie to the next. They, they literally remade the first Ghostbusters movie, not the second one. It's the storyline from the first Ghostbusters, and they just made it worse, more childlike. I found that to be creative. It was super creative. It's, it's more of a lack of creativity it's, that they couldn't think of a new plot line for, for the movie. No, it was, it was even... It was delivered so much better. That's what it really comes down to. And, and that's just one... I mean, if you think about even video games going into movies now, like the Warcraft movie, that was beautiful. That was creative. That was reimagining. That was pushing boundaries. It was, it was amazing. No. No, not at all. What do you mean? So, it was, it was a lackluster film. It was basically just a, a fan film for whoever is a fan of, of the game. And standalone as as a movie, it, it it can't hold water. People weren't interested in seeing it. They, they were interested in seeing it just as the the same way that when you're playing a video game, those little cutscenes you enjoy watching them because they further the the story along. And that's that's all it had to offer. I mean, come on, try to be this devilish critic and then look on the new trilogy for Star Wars. Yep. Seriously, everything about that was unique and creative. Well, but I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up, right? So that's part of the issue is that there are no unique storylines anymore. Whether or not you like the Star Wars movies that just came out recently, which I don't, you can't say that they're unique because it's just a, continu a continuation of what has already been made. And in a lot of cases, these are prequels just to, to fill you in on how you got to the, the good parts that were the original movies. So, you know, just remaking... Uh, Law and Order again, over and over and over and over and over again, with different units, different cities. Whatever. There's nothing unique about that. Remaking Star Trek. That's over... absolutely unique. I mean, I don't no. understand what you mean. It's like if if you're gonna break everything down to the hero's journey, where someone falls and gets back up, then there's nothing unique. Of course, it's unique. What do you mean? Well, that's that's part of what I'm saying. That would be the storyline. But as far as a franchise is concerned, 
that that you can't say that you're being creative or unique if you're just reusing the the same old story over and over and over again. But you're not using the same old story. You use the universe, but you tell a different story in it. Ah, uh, clearly you have not seen Law and Order. It is not just a universe. In fact, there is no Law and Order universe. Listen, they just you... make a spin-off and then they they rehash all the same that, old crime stories. Over that's here. not true at all. That because is very I true. mean, you have Law and Order, which did the whole cyber division thing, which would have been absolutely different from the other Law and Order because this time you're focusing on computer. Oh, crimes. you're you're 100 correct. That that's so true. As if no other Law and Order ever had anything to do with computers or analyzing evidence. It's one focused on it, and you can see them you know unplug the computer to stop the virus i mean come on we've seen yes and every law and order had an episode like that that's that's the problem this one they made an entire season and then they'll they'll make another one called bones and and another one called whatever those are all creative and unique i mean listen they're not creative if we're gonna look on detective shows and you're gonna look on let's say murder shows catching a murderer or whatever. That's going to go in the past and look for the highest profile murderers and do a retelling of that. So, okay, I get it. But if a show comes out next week about a murderer that just came out the day before the show came out and it's based on him, then that is new if it's his story. No. It's the same story told over and over and over again. There's, there's no new aspect to it. It's like, okay, great, it's another murder. Whoop-de-doo. You know, nobody That's cares. what I'm saying. You can break everything down to a point where it's all similar. Or you can look on the But there used to be things that were new. So you, you would have crime dramas. You would have adventures. You'd have comedies. And then we had them. Hold on, yes. But they kept coming out with more, right? And then you had science fiction. And then science fiction did some that were based in, in uh, current time and developing some minor new uh, advancement in technology. Or they would have one where it was you're far out into the future and you get exposed to all sorts of technologies or you would be able to travel through time so now you get to experience the past in a sci-fi motif or something like that so they had all sorts of different create uh, creative ways even comedies were creative you had some that were slapstick some that were highbrow some that that found a, a new way to look at the world you had stand-up comedy you, you had uh, romance comedy you had all sorts of things and it got to the point now where nobody tries to come up with anything new. They, they're so bad at coming up with, with new things that they don't even just pick a genre and run with it in a new way. They will just rehash an, a, an already existing franchise to death over and over and over again. I mean, people enjoy that, though. I mean, the whole entertainment industry is to give you what you enjoy. So people enjoy it. Now, from a comedy perspective... You've got non-stop com- comedians coming out, stand-up comedy. You've got a lot of people that still try that scene. That scene is always developing. Yes, yes, yes. There's Absolutely. a bunch of stand-up comics. And let me let me take a wild guess. They're going to hit upon a couple of uh, just, you know, slightly edgy uh, racial jokes and uh, a couple of um, self-deprecating jokes, maybe about their weight or their relationships or lack thereof. And then they're going to have a little back and forth with the audience about who they chose to come to, to the comedy show with as a date and, and how they're going to maybe end the night if they're lucky. And, you know, 
have them order uh, two drink minimum so that they'll laugh at literally anything. It's all been done what do over mean? and over We're and over seeing again. All of these female comedians come in. And they're also doing some good, no, giving no, no. some good I'm jokes. I'm just going to stop you right there. I'm sorry. You, that That's an oxymoron. You, you can't have a female comedian. They're just not funny. Listen. I'm listening. Quite a few people find them funny, even though you don't. Even the it's women still, don't find them you, funny. It's still unique. It is still unique. You're saying unique. You don't find them funny doesn't mean they're not funny, right? Yes, I am the It means they're not funny to you. They're not funny to anybody that's why they they're the least grossing in in money or or ticket sales of all the comedians i mean the elisa so i I won't even try to pronounce her last name it starts with an s though and i mean hers was pretty funny i think that you know and nikki glacier there are a few funny ones no None there of those few, were, were funny. Th- yeah, there are a few funny ones. And uh, you know what? Not. That's what I think. You see? They came okay. on the gate kicking. Let, let me, let me go, and there's let me some go here. creativity. Right, so even if you think they were funny, which they clearly weren't. Or they had weren't, some creativity in it. Which they clearly weren't. They had no creativity and there was nothing unique about them. Let me take wild guesses as to what their, their comedy involved, right? Was it them being a, a little bit promiscuous? You know, more than they should be? What, is it them being a little bit more comfortable being uh, grotesque and, and, you know, like, you're talking about hygiene and things like that. You know, that's that's all they have. No, one actually said that her ex went and got a real doll, and as a result, she bought a real doll that looked just like her to give to him, and she rolled it out on the stage, and it was talking and everything. I found it hilarious. Yeah, so I think she's it was talking good. about her promiscuity and sexuality. It's not promiscuity if she's with her... If it's her guy. Yeah, but why would you allow your guy to, to have uh, another proxy female? It's technically her. I mean, honestly, I, I don't have any problem with anything that the she did The point is, is that that's all their jokes uh, center around. Every female comedian is the same thing. They, 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 they try to over-sexualize themselves. They try to talk about, you know, their, the gross parts of, of their hygiene and things like that. It, it's, it's played out. It's boring. It was tired after the, the first one that, that A lot of people jokes. love it. You don't like it, and that's fine. But, but that's even if they the love same, it, it's, it's not it's unique still, it's or creative. creative. It is creative. No. If, if she finds a way to spin a joke and the audience finds it funny and it's never been spun that way before or delivered in that way, it is a creative way to deliver something. It's called creativity. It's been delivered that way since the beginning of stand-up comedy. Everybody knows the timing that you have to use. You have to circle back to one of your original jokes. Uh, the, the, the way that, that you present it, you have to say it in a certain voice. You know, you can't sound too serious. You can't sound too joking. You have to use a shtick of some, of some sort. It, it, it's been done. Everybody knows how it's done. There's a formula to it. But there's no creative jokes anymore. Everybody talks about the same things over and over again. And on top of everything else, the the PC culture has limited what they can joke about so much that even if you were one of those few people who are truly creative in writing jokes, you've been stifled. You can't. No, they haven't. I mean, they've continued telling jokes now because it it doesn't matter. This this PC culture nonsense is dying a, a quick death as we knew it would. So that's not changing anything. And it doesn't change the fact that you're just trying to 
to try to cast this broad net to call everything not creative. And you're trying to drown out the creatives, but they're I, I don't call them broads, okay? They're women, and they're just not funny. Listen, listen. You're just trying to stifle creativity now for your own agenda. But that's not the case. We, we do have creativity in film. We do have creativity. Well, where is it? I already mentioned a lot of it to you. I mean, you can look on... Yeah, Ghostbusters was creative in 1984. You can look on Stargate SG-1000 now, right? That's the problem. That's the problem. 998. Those are great. You know, you jump through a Stargate, you end up on a planet, and then who knows what's going to happen on the planet. It's anybody's guess right now. You know? But you know what? You know what? Even that... You might freeze to death. You might drown. Who knows? Hold on. So, So... First of all, there's an issue, right? Because Stargate was from a long time ago, and they've just been rehashing the same thing over and over and over again. But even if you want to say that Stargate is still somehow creative, rehashing the same story over and over again, well, guess what? Stargate didn't come up with that idea. That whole idea of going to, to new, different worlds at random was, was as far back, you can probably go even further, but this is as far as I can remember, uh, a show called Sliders. So Sliders did that I first. I remember Sliders, yeah. Okay, so, so there is no creativity. So you said, no, Stargate took it and made it better. They, they put their creative spin on it. They only made it better by using more handsome actors. Creative, isn't That's, it? Not creative, see? no. <laughs> Super creative. I mean, look on Stranger Things and the Upside Down World, or whatever we call that thing. Yeah, that, that, even, that was not that even, even close got, to being creative. That even got Burger King to make the upside down Whopper. No, no, no. That Look, was creative too. Not only was it creative, it didn't make any sense, right? Here's, here's I'll, I'll blow all of our listeners' minds who might enjoy Stranger Things, right? This, this other universe is just supposed to have like an image of our universe in it that was imprinted upon them when, when there was the, the rift created between the two where you could traverse one and the other, right? So... Why is it that, you know, when, when they visited the, the other mirror universe or whatever, and you can see the buildings and everything, why, why did they still have electricity? Why were the lights still turned on? It was just supposed to be a quick little imprint in, in the other universe. It's not supposed to have an actual, you know, energy grid and, and things like that linked to, to the regular realm. It, the whole thing makes no sense. They're so desperate to come up with something creative or unique or, or, or anything that they're just grasping at straws. It's horrible. That's how creativity, that's the spark. They've started, they created a new universe to what you're saying, to your argument. No, they've there's been mirror new... universes in, in all sorts of shows. Fantasy, science fiction, they've had it since forever. The entire overarching story, the whole thing being pulled into the upside down world, whatever her name is, Eleven or whatever you want to call her, the whole thing. The whole thing, it's a creative story that you've never seen Stranger Things before Stranger Things came out. It's a new story. Not at all. In fact, you can, you can dissect it and, and say things like, it's done in an 80s style, right? It has 80s style buildings and cars and an intro song. It's all done in that synthetic, you know, 80s type music. And, uh, and, and the, the storyline that they have where, like, it's a, it's a ragtag team of kids and, and things like that. They, they've done that since forever. You know, even if you don't look that long ago, you have Super 8 was, was kids that found some sort of extraterrestrial or something. And it's always been that way. The, the movie It was a bunch of kids. Super 8 was also creative. It was also creative. It, the original, was creative back in, like, the 80s. And, and then, then nothing. It too is out. That was creative. 
oh yeah, it was such a creative use of something that was already created. Yeah, absolutely. Brought back and reimagined for the future. But we're even have to jump into that because there's so many movies now. Look on Cursed, Netflix's new film that since everyone's stuck at home, we've, we already know the Arthur story, but now they've dived deep into building a whole universe or a storyline around the Lady of the Lake. So giving you a brand new one. Wonderful. Lady of the Lake, you mean that story that, that has existed since forever? Since like King Arthur? It's an Arthurian story, absolutely, but it's not focusing on Arthur anymore. They're, they're reinventing her as a character, a strong, bold, brave, and beautiful character. As if she wasn't already? You know, she was, she, she was demanding originally. She made him jump through hoops in order to get uh, the sword or whatever that, that was in the lake. And now you're going to find out how that all came to be. So you see, that's what I mean. It's coming out and you're... I mean, of course, they've got to do the plug of Merlin in there. I mean, why wouldn't they? Let me guess. Merlin is a woman now. No, Merlin's... Uh, a toxic male? Actually, definitely. Okay. In every sense, uh, spoiler alert, I guess, going all the way back to the Romans when he destroyed them, Merlin. So that toxic. He's been toxic from the beginning to the end. Either way, though, again, creative retelling of the story. There's nothing unique there. And there is no creativity in retelling the, the same old story. But it's not the same old story. Where in Arthurian legend do you say that Merlin was killing Romans? Merlin was, was there killing people with, with magic and, and everything since the beginning. So th that has nothing to do with it. And let me guess, you know, the, the Lady of the Lake is now super, super attractive. Yes. Okay, yeah. So there's no creativity there. There's no. What do you mean? Why wouldn't she be super attractive? That's just standard for all shows now. You know, they they, they make women super attractive. A, a handful of male characters attractive, while the rest of them are bumbling buffoons. So who was the super attractive one in Ghostbusters? Which one? Who? Which one was the super? Attractive? Which Ghostbusters are you talking about? The one with the all female. Ghostbusters. The all female Ghostbusters. Yeah, the 2016. The the super attractive one was one of those um, uh, extras in the background. You know, you, you have to, like, pause it really quick and catch a glimpse of her as she was walking from one, one part of the street to the other. Oh, okay. Just wanted to make sure. Okay, continue. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's nothing. There's no creativity. You're, all the examples you've given me are based on old stories that they're just retelling. No. As I said, some are based on old stories. Some are new telling. Stranger Things isn't based on anything. They're trying... Kick-Ass wasn't based on anything. They're trying... Oh my god, really? It wasn't stories. based on anything? It wasn't based on just a, a shoot 'em up movie? What was what was the, the super unique creative plot? Zombieland was also a oh good one. Oh my god, Zombieland? As if we don't have 20 million zombie movies That's already? What, a zombie comedy? Well, I mean, I think it was We've already good. had zombie comedies. Well, In fact, wasn't, wasn't the one with uh, Michael Pegg or, or something came out before Zombieland? Yeah, Pegg had a movie. I don't remember what it was called. It was about zombies. Where they were nonchalantly dealing with, with the zombie problem, you know, trapped in like his father's house. Look on that. A creative movie as well. See? It's we so creative, I can't even remember the, the, the title it's to still, it. We still have creative ones. That's what I'm saying. It, no, it's it the same exist. movie. I mean, listen, I'll argue I'll I may be able to think along the unique, depending on your definition of unique. Never, ever, a genre that's never been seen before, never been experienced before coming out. 
if that's your definition of unique, that's going to be a hard one, right? Because I haven't seen any. But then again, I kind of live in my echo chamber. There's tons of unique things out there, or at least there used to be, and then they just stopped making them. So, for example, even if you're stuck within a genre, right? Let's say, let's say you, you can't think of a new entire genre for a, a, a storyline or yeah. anything like that. That's fine. I don't blame you, right? Because they're so broad that once you have a couple dozen genres, you know, you're, you're kind of forced exactly, to, an to, umbrella. to be stuck somewhere, right? So, okay, fine. Let's say, let's say you want to be within the genre or you're stuck in the genre of, uh, you know, spy films, you know, secret agents, that sort of a thing. You can still be creative. There was a movie, which probably nobody has even heard of, that came out, you know, it was, it was, I think it was in the 80s, but there's been spy movies long before then, and they, but they put a creative spin on it. It was actually a unique show. And then later they copied it again and, and ruined it acting as if it was creative and everything, but it wasn't. So that movie, the creative one, was Gotcha. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. So basically, it was about a, a, a man in college, and he was part of some group where they were playing a, a, a fake game of, of espionage, right? So you would be given some sort of a clue or something. He had a little card that would tell him where his target would be. And, okay. and then he would have to go stalk the, the guy and follow him. And when it was safe to do so, when there were no police around or anything, he would shoot him with a paintball gun. And then, you know, he, his team would get points or something like that. And okay. then people were after him. And he was really good at the game. He was able to dodge people who were after him. And he was able to always get his target and everything. And then all of a sudden, he thought he was still playing the game. But he, he caught himself now in a real-life espionage situation where people are actually killing each other and trying to, to disseminate information back and forth and he got you know sucked into that world of, of beautiful women and you know murders and uh, you know trying to hide the microfilm and everything so they did the the same old genre but they found a creative angle to, to come at it from that didn't hit on any of the old cliches of, of the the field so I don't see why they can't do something like that nowadays. I mean, I don't know that it's that they're not doing it. There's more than 2,500 films made each year. Yeah. Oh, and then I remember the name of the copy, right? So then later they, they sort of copied it with something that was called If Looks Could Kill, where it was also about a college kid who found himself in, in a real-life espionage situation, but nowhere near as creative as, as Gotcha. I think ultimately... They are making creative ideas, and I mean, they used you, to. I think they still do. I mean, they, they definitely still do. Well, I'm do. waiting for an example. You haven't given me any examples yet. I gave you plenty of examples in terms plenty, of creative. Plenty of examples of pre-made definition content. of creative. No, it's creative. They're creative. Okay, okay, look, here. Forget genres. Just give me something that... Ha it could be a creative twist on a genre but that isn't based on an already existing story, right? So I don't want to hear something about Romeo and Juliet. I don't want to hear something about Star Trek. I don't want to hear something about anything that already exists. Just give me a new title name that has an original story, even if it's built within a genre that already exists. Uh, Ozark. Ozark is not original anything. You're, you're talking about drug running? Every freaking show and movie out there is about drug running embezzling, drug money laundering, it's all that, even Breaking Bad, isn't that just a remake of Breaking Bad? 
No, it isn't. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing, except that the guy isn't dying of cancer. That's the only difference. There we go. That, you already made it different. Wonderful. And what's that one with the robot? Oh, there's so many. iRobot? Which one are you talking about? No, no. Terminator? Not, not iRobot. Johnny Five? No. Well, which one? There's there's a million robot shows. Like, I, I can't even remember 90% of them. There's so many. Cyborg? There might even be one called Cybot, because they're trying to run out of yeah, <laughs> names. Cybot. I like that one. Six Underground, there's The Hunt. There's a truckload Six of movies. Six Underground was not a robot movie. Six, no, I'm just saying Six Underground was an action movie with, with the way they did the magnet spin and the heist. I mean, if you think about it, it's if you're saying every action movie is going to be the same just because of the virtual action in it. Not every action movie was the same. There used to be differentiations between them. Right? So if you go back to the 80s again, you could have Bloodsport. Bloodsport was an action movie, but it was constrained to, to the ring. It was like an underground fighting consortium that, that he was a part of. And then you had other movies where, where it was like a, a war action, or it was like an alien action, like Predator or something like that. But now, it's, it's just a mush. There, there's no unique anything. There's no creative stories it's the same rehashing I mean, over there's and over a, and over. There's a Ford versus Ferrari movie that came out recently. Oh, I mean, that was pretty good. Movie. Like, who cares? Oh, no, no, who cares? A lot of people cared. People meaning, found it good. Meaning, who cares that it's yet another racing movie? Like, they haven't so, already done that. Yeah, so that's times. my point. Regardless of what you're saying, you're looking for something and never you know before what? made. And you know what? Even within the racing genre, they did have some creative ones, right? They did a blending of, of the racing genre and the action genre when they did something like Death Race. And I'm talking about the remake. I'm talking about the original Death Race. So, but then, of course, they rehashed it a million times because they couldn't think of anything new to do. But you see, all these movies I'm showing you are creative, new, never been experienced. It's not an old title. These are all new things. But that wasn't new. That's, that's been rehashed. Ford versus Ferrari? Yeah, it's been done. No, it hasn't. Yeah. In fact, there's probably documentaries about it. The Ford versus Ferrari movie... Is unique in all aspects of the telling. Okay, of the tell story. me what what is what is that movie about? Uh, pretty much the when Ford finally decided that they wanted to make the car to beat the Ferrari because Ferrari had always won that whatever that 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 races that went along for yeah, five hundred uh -huh, uh, so it's five days or so it's something. One of those pseudo documentary type of things. Yeah, yeah, it's been done twenty million times. Over. Yeah, but not this one. Right? So, as I said, you're going to take one movie and then blame it on the category. That's not how it works. It's if more that's than the, the case, then nothing new will ever exist. Because, because, you know what? There hasn't been anything outside of a movie made. So, everything that you tell me from now on is going to be a movie. And as a result, it's not creative because it's a movie. It makes no sense. The very, you're taking an umbrella and then you're saying, oh, look, it's under action. That's been done. No, people, it's under horror. That's been done. People, first of all, it's more than, than just the genre, right? That Ford versus whatever thing has been done a million times. The, the other part that you're saying, now, now you're, you want to expand it to a, a broad category of a movie, that doesn't work either, right? Because there's been unique versions of that. You've had interactive shows 
where you're part of it, you know, like a murder mystery dinner or something like that. You've had shows that are up on stage. You've had shows that are on screens, which is like the movie. You've had shows at home on the small screen. You, you, you've had uh, ones on, on your phone that you can interact with and push buttons and things like that. You've had ones that are linked to video games. So, no, uh, that's all bunk, okay? And I'm debunking everything. So we don't have anything currently that is unique or, or creative. Everybody is just operating on, on autopilot and they're just churning out the same things over and over and over again. It used to be when, when we would, uh, you know, hold writers as, as you know, very important uh, components of, of the entertainment industry. And now we just use them to churn out little scripts that, that are, you know, just, just remakes of things that already exist. We're not letting them have free reign to come up with something creative. Everybody's so afraid to put something new out there that, that they're worried that they're going to get in trouble somehow or the, the crazy mob uh, cancel culture is going to come after them that they're, they're just giving people the, th no, the things I, that already exist. I don't think cancel culture is why it's happening. I think they're, they're delivering moves that people want to watch. That's just one of the reasons. Well... Okay, let's let's go explore that for a second, right? You said it, it, they think that this is just what people want to watch. Okay, well, why would they think that? Is Billions it, of dollars in the theater show that people want to watch it. People are watching it is why they think that. Yes, but just because they watched it doesn't mean that they didn't leave the theater disappointed. Well, when they review and they say they loved it, which they have... That's what keeps it. That's what I'm saying to you. It's that... Nobody says they loved it. Every, everything is, is being reviewed poorly. Not true. Personally, I disliked every one of those Avengers movies. However, people loved it. People loved every last one of them. End of the day, they found Captain Marvel creative. They found Avengers creative. Okay, let's, let's get something straight here. Okay, Nobody liked Captain Marvel. And even if they, they enjoyed the Avenger movies, it doesn't mean that they were creative or unique. They were just looking for the, the completion of the storyline that was already laid out from decades ago. That, that's it. They just wanted to see it to, to fruition. So, but I, my, my thing still stands. There, there are no new, unique, creative, groundbreaking, nothing. None of that stuff is Oh, no, there. we've added groundbreaking. I mean, come on. People would... Hey, some people would argue that... Things that you saw in Avengers you've never seen in a movie in any other time. Like these, this technology, the CGI, there are a lot of creative things in it. But you're going to discount all of that creative stuff because it doesn't fit your narrative. But it is creative. What, what was in there that wasn't in any other movie? Because the last groundbreaking thing that I ever saw was the, the bullet time uh, there you go, the bullet time matrix. I mean, that's a beautiful one yeah. to put in there. That was creative too. But that was... A long time ago, and that was in the first one, and then they just kept rehashing it over and over and over again. You see? But that's what I mean. Now, when when does the... What year do you want to start this at then? Because you, you mentioned the 80s. Any year. Which then, if you're going based on the 80s, then Matrix did something creative. If you're, Well, they did something creative with the technology. So, whatever. you know. But where's the unique stories? Where's the, the creative stories? There, there's nothing. Yeah, so you can say that the, the you know, physicists or whoever that, that works on making new camera technology, they were groundbreaking. Yeah, and you can say that, I mean, the whole living in the red pill, blue pill society, living in the matrix and the whole throw in, how creative it was, the whole throw into viruses and 
I mean, it was... No, 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 no. It was pretty great. No, no, that, that thing where, where you're living in a simulation has been done long before The Matrix. An Agent Smith being the virus scanner is what we call him. Okay, yeah, being yeah, the they virus. Gave, I mean it. They gave them some It different... was pretty creative. No, no, no. That's been done since forever. Even Tron, you know, was touching upon that. Fair enough, was touching upon it. This one did it different in a more unique sense, and I do think that was creative too. And then of That's course they, I mean. And then of course they rehashed Tron also. Well, well, listen, Tron was going to get rehashed. This is actually really painful, right? Like everything that we think of, they've rehashed it a million times. The Matrix wasn't rehashed yet. What do you mean? It doesn't mean even even beyond yet. the 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 three movies. Even if you want to say that those aren't rehashes because it's just a you know a continuation of the story. Exactly. Yeah. But then, but then they they kept rehashing it. They have like a cartoon version of it. A completely different story though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a rehash of it. No, as you just said, if you if you have three parts to it, it's not rehashing. It's continuing the story. That's not rehashing. That's yeah. So that's, that's what I'm universe. saying. The cartoon then is is a rehash. You're no, changing the story. It, it's revisit. It's adding on to the story. It's like an entire universe, right? In the movie, you see what Neo is doing. But there's a whole group of people outside of that that also puts toward a resistance. Yeah, but those people don't matter. Who cares? Well, they do when they put them in the, in the cartoon, if you like it. Then to the people who like that, it Well, whatever, matter. but it's still not creative or unique because it already exists. They're, they're just adding more on top of it. That, that can be creative. No. Absolutely, it can be creative. No, I demand something new. Yeah, you want something brand new. Yes, I want creative, it. Creative, I want it shiny, new, untouched. I want that new movie smell. You know what? You can go ahead and make that. I think I will. Was your favorite advocate arguing on your behalf, or have you discovered a new respect for the opposite view?